Welcome to Talks at Advent, homilies and reflections given at the Church of the Advent, a Western Rite Orthodox mission in Atlanta, Georgia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, God is one. Amen. Amen. Briefly, this morning, I want to make note of the fact that it is three days that we are observing and recognizing, um, or should be in our minds. The first is the most obvious to all of the world outside these walls, and that is that it's the 4th of July, the uh, celebration anniversary of the declaring of independence of the United States of America. And I'll start with that one, because this is the most prominent day in the minds of our culture and everyone who surrounds us. Um, we have to be able to address what this day is and what it means. This day is uh, both a time of celebration and a day of reflection in the outside uh, culture around us because we're citizens of this country and this country uh, if you haven't noticed is struggling with its identity with uh, a sense of self and uh, after 200 something years uh, since declaring its independence from um, Great Britain it has seen a lot of uh, troublesome times and days. There were times when it seemed like it wasn't going to last together as a union. And uh, we're, we're in a time again where there seems to be a lot of breakdown of the sense of sort of national identity. And so, you know, in observing and contemplating why that is, uh, there are no shortage of uh, ideas or opinions about that. And here in the Orthodox Church, it's not our role to, um, to be unbridled um, sort of in, in one concept or idea of our national identity or another. It's not our place to um, be uncritical it's also not our place to be hypercritical. It's our place to be Christians. Um, and we are citizens of heaven before we're citizens of anything. So before we could uh, say anything, we need to know what that means to be citizens of heaven. And so we begin with a problem. What does it mean to be citizens of a country who are first citizens of heaven? And that's something that uh, we, we aren't going to answer here this morning, but it's something that we can address first by turning our attention to the second day uh, that we are observing, and that is that this is the Sunday within the octave of the Feast of Corpus Christi, which was this past Thursday. It's the Thursday after uh, the Feast of Trinity. And this Feast of Corpus Christi, implemented in the Western uh, Church, I think in the 1200s, 1300s possibly, is a feast of recognition of the miracle of the real presence of Christ's body in the Eucharist, which we celebrate Sunday by Sunday here. And so this Sunday, uh, as the Sunday within the, the privileged octave of this great feast, 
where we recognize the body of Christ, which we consume, which we eat, making us thereby members of Christ's body. That makes us uh, sons of the Father. And so as we consider what it means to be citizens of a fatherland, um, that's what a patriot, to be a patriot means to be, uh, the root is patria, father. So we are citizens of a, a father land, a father culture, a father family. Um, we're children of a father. To be a patriot is, is to be a child, essentially, of a father. But primarily, we are children of the father, of God the father, right? And we become children of God the father by participating in the life and body of Christ, his one and only son. That's how we're adopted into sonship. Now, there's another uh, father, and the third day that this is, which is the Sunday following Trinity, so the second Sunday after Pentecost, first Sunday after Trinity, and that's the primary Sunday of the day, that's the primary day of today, is the second Sunday after Pentecost, first after Trinity, and in the gospel for today. Um, we hear the story of the rich man and Lazarus. The rich man having no name because he hasn't uh, lived up to the dignity of having a name, or at least having it uh, conveyed to us by Jesus who tells this story. But Lazarus, a man who does have the dignity of having a, a name. And so Lazarus is a poor beggar who suffers much in this life and is ignored um, intentionally by this rich man. Well, they both die. Lazarus ends up with his father, Abraham, uh, because he was a true patriot of his fatherland, his father culture. He was a true Israelite, someone who uh, relied on God and had terrible things happen to him in this life. Nevertheless, he was a faithful son of his father, Abraham, and ended up with his father, Abraham, in paradise. Um, or, or rather, at this time, in, in sort of um, the place after death. But it was a nice place. He was with Abraham. The rich man, however, who was a bad son of his culture, of his family, of Father Abraham, uh, was separated from both of them by a large gap, which in the story is almost like a metaphysical reflection of the large gap in his heart between himself and God, between himself and his own uh, citizenship as a son of Abraham. And so we see this divide. And the thing that divided them, ultimately, is what in the epistle for today, St. John talks about over and over and over again, which is love. John, I think twice, just in the epistle reading for today, uh, Trinity 1, says God is love. But he also uses the word love, something like, I don't know, like 20 times. It's, it's a whole passage on love. And the church has put these two passages, John's epistle about love and this gospel passage about a man who failed to love, together. And all of this today, there's this confluence of all these themes. And we learn that love is the key that unlocks all of them. Without love, you can't be a son of God. Without love, you can't be a son of your own culture. And so without love, we can't be good patriots. All of this 
is unlocked by love. Love is the key that enables us to become sons of God by being joined with Christ in his body and blood. Love is what dictated that Jesus would come and lay down his life so that we could join with him. Love is what made Abraham sacrifice everything so that he could follow the God who called him out of his land and, and begin a new nation. And our nation, the, the, the grouping of states that we call the United States of America, this nation is without love, nothing. And we as citizens without love cannot be patriots. We need love to make this nation um, good and wholesome. We need love to be good citizens of it. We need love in order to be good fathers of our own families, to be patrons of our own communities. Love is the thing that animates and holds together all things. Love was the theme that Father Benjamin last week uh, highlighted as the reality of Trinity Sunday. Within the Trinity is love. Love is the Trinity. I mean, to say God is love like St. John does in the epistle today, what could that mean unless God in himself loves the other? And how could God love the other in himself unless God is a community? God is love. God is Trinity. And this is the, the beginning of a new season. And it's, it's, it's a beautiful, providential thing that all of these happen today, this year, as we are in uh, such a, a, a difficult and, and unprecedented time in terms of sort of our, our broad culture. We're more connected than we've ever been. And I know year by year we can say this, but it's truer this year than it was last year or the year before. We're more interconnected and we're also more divided. And so this is, this is a timely confluence of days. The first Sunday after Trinity, a Sunday within the octave of Corpus Christi and the 4th of July coming together to remind us that in God there is love. The thing that unites son to father is love. The thing that unites us to son is love. And the thing that will make us proper citizens so that we put first things first and second things second. So that we don't put uh, our American citizenship above God, but that we also don't ignore our duty to our country because we're uh, too critical or jaded to, uh, to be inspired um, by, by uh, natural patriotism. All of this finds its balance and uh, it, it, it is directed toward the first thing, which is love of God, then love of neighbor. First things first, second things second. If we live that way as Orthodox Christians, that's, that's our instruction. These are our marching orders. This is the way we are instructed and shown to live um, by God. This is our example. And we are the best hope for our country to learn, to relearn how to be good citizens and good neighbors. So those are the three days that we uh, should be thinking about today as we leave these walls, giving thanks to God and going out and being good neighbors 
good examples of the love of God in the world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, God is one. Amen. Talks at Advent. Homilies and reflections given at the Church of the Advent, a Western Rite Orthodox mission in Atlanta, Georgia.